Hello, I'm Char Hyperion, and you're listening to Genesis, the first episode of Crescent's Comet. For a little background, I'm a sophomore in high school in Central Florida. I'm 16 years old and a transgender atheist with ADHD that works a part-time job after school. I'm sure that you've already made assumptions about me based on this little information, so I'll state, I'm not a liberal. I'm not a conservative, either, and I don't identify with any of the third parties that get swept under the rug. In fact, I hate both of those labels. I personally feel like putting somebody into a category based on the mean alignment of their ideas is stupid. It's an excuse for us to judge and disregard someone and their beliefs. I am by no means a writer or a public speaker or a politician or anything like that. I'm just a high school kid, and I'll speak like one. I don't know how to expertly craft the ideal argument, so don't expect that of me. Take what I say with a grain of salt, as just like everyone else, my viewpoint is influenced by my experiences, which I don't have a lifetime of yet. What I say will be a mixture of both opinion and facts, and I implore you to hear out my opinions as well as everyone else's, even if you don't agree. Even if it doesn't change your mind on the topic, seeing someone else's perspective will widen your own sights and allow you to go forward knowing more than you had before. Do this for everyone, on anything. But consider listening to the youth of America, me or anyone else. Listen to your kids, your colleagues, your peers, or anybody with the respect to give you their perspective. As adolescents, we don't have the power to vote in our government for what we think is just. Our opinions are looked down on because what do they know, right? We are living it, both seeing what our parents or elders are going through and feeling the effects it has on us. I'll speak for a little part of everyone. I speak for the left, in the red, in the right, in the blue. I'll speak for the 53 million American children that are tethered to the school system without a say in how it's run or what is taught. I will speak for the online activists who don't have enough of a platform to get their ideas to the world. I will speak for the few who cannot safely do so themselves. I will speak to the closed-minded extremists. I will speak to individuals who have only ever heard one side of our stories for their entire lives. I'll speak to those who say they don't care as their rights are stripped away from them. I'll speak to you and to anybody who is able to see a greater purpose than what party they support. I will speak as a teenager. I'll speak as a mediator. I'll speak as someone who has been spoken over and spoken down to. I will state facts and I will state opinions, which is a right and responsibility that every person has, including youth. My highest hope is that whoever listens is able to open their eyes and see the perspectives that are withheld by them or from them and share an open mindset to everyone they can. In our great country, our rights are enforced and protected. One of the most important, in my opinion, is our freedom to speak of and to our government. Not only is this our right, but our responsibility to ensure this country and the government that runs it reflects and protects the people. Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom of speech or the right of the people to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Our First Amendment right to speak freely is so important. I don't worry that our government won't fridge on this, but... I worry that we'll not respect each other's ability to speak their truth. If we refuse to listen to someone who we don't see eye to eye with, we aren't honoring this right of ours. Everyone has grievances, and the beautiful thing is that here, we are meant to hear and understand what is wrong so we can fix it. Without an open mind, what would be the point of this liberty? What is the point of speaking if no one will listen? There is none, really. Open thinking to what everyone's perspective may be allows us to build a bigger picture in our mind and formulate plans of action that will benefit the most that it can. It doesn't matter which side you may be on. I'm sure the opposite corner has had an idea that you've agreed with, but you're too afraid to be open about it. The silent pressure to support your team keeps your real feelings down and we should be disappointed that we've let people think this way. 
we as people should make decisions dependent on what we think is right. What I'm noticing is that we've started to just repeat what we hear other people say. And I'm not sure if it's because we believe them or we want to agree with them so we could be perceived in a specific way. What you say doesn't matter. It's what people assume you are based on it. Is that not the textbook definition of stereotyping? These initial reactions cause you to disregard what they're actually saying. How would you know if what they're saying is right if you don't really listen? It goes the other way, too. We are more inclined to agree with what someone says if we perceive them as being on our own side. I'm sure this phenomenon has a name for it, but it's also just common sense. You'd believe your mother if she told you Santa was real over some stranger that'd say otherwise, right? I'm sure most of you have. Just because what you've heard came from a more reliable source, and personal reliability is a whole other rabbit hole to fall into, it doesn't make it true, does it? I mean, unless you still believe it's Santa, which, sorry to <laughs> burst your bubble. What I believe we must do is look into ourselves and dismantle whatever causes us to approach an opinion with mistrust. We should value the perspective of an old retired war veteran as much as that of an immigrant that works at the coffee shop on the corner. Understand that both ideas are influenced by that person's experience. Don't say someone is a leftist, but instead ask why. Why does this opinion that they have make them tilt to the left? If they don't want to defund the police, does that make them any less of a liberal? Every one of us has a unique set of ideals and a different want or need for the government. Republicans will disagree with Republicans, and Democrats will disagree with Democrats. Just because they bear the same title doesn't mean they're in complete agreement. Don't assume a conservative wants to make the Bible a part of the school curriculum just because Grant on Facebook does. Sorry, your name's Grant. It's a hard habit to break, obviously. We've been taught since the beginning that winning is good and losing is bad, right? We've been wired to see the other parties as our opponents to be taken down because what we think is better. It shouldn't be that way. Politics shouldn't be red versus blue while yellow and green stand on the sidelines. It's, it's not a fight, and we need to stop seeing other people as enemies. We want the same thing, essentially, which is to make this country as successful as it can be while ensuring success for our future generations, which is what it's always been. When the Founding Fathers wrote our Constitution, none of them identified with Democrat or Republican. They came together with the intention and drive to make America strong. They disliked the ideas of political parties, actually. They saw them as a cause for unnecessary fighting, which in turn would make the conflict not even about morals anymore, but just a fight for the sake of winning. Complaints are everywhere heard from our citizens that our governments are too unstable, that the public good is disregarded in the conflicts of rival parties, and that measures are too often decided not according to the rules of justice and to the rights of the minor party, but the superior force of an interested and overbearing majority. James Madison in the Federalist Document Number 10. Madison was right. We are seeing the proof in front of our eyes. We should butt heads because of the vote we submit, but talk about why we voted so. Listen to the points that they bring up and think why this person would be better in office, even and especially if you disagree with them. Similar energy is directed to minors as well. I've seen and heard numerous times where students or children try to bring their perspectives to adults only to be shut down. If anything, it's childish. What is there to lose by trusting somebody else's opinion? Listen and consider what they say. We know more than we're given credit for. You don't have to trust our statistics or our evidence or reasoning, but just listen. We have to listen to the kids, too. This is the country we're growing into. Remember that they're kids, but don't render their experiences as null even though they don't have many. The country that adult citizens are building is still the one that children will inherit. Not only that, but they're the ones living it. We have to follow the laws even though we can't impact them yet, which is 
only not unconstitutional because we're not old enough to understand or not responsible enough yet. I'm not saying this is unfair, but just food for thought when considering kids' ideas and feelings. We are incapable of understanding complex things. Everything we live in is complicated, though it may be so in a different way. We don't pay taxes or run families, sure, but we live in the same world that you do. We can feel the pain and stress that radiates off adults around us and are forced into the sidelines, unable to stand or speak up about how they impact us or how we think they should be handled. Nowadays, more than ever, disputes are not just the business of adults, but of teens, too. Look at online profiles on TikTok and Instagram, and you'll see people as young as 12 posting to raise awareness for and against bills that'll impact them in the future or even now. All we can do right now is shout into the crowd so those who have the power to do something will. Listen to us. We need you. We need those with the power and the ability of adult citizens, of local and federal politicians, because we don't have this power yet. This episode is the genesis of my mission to dismantle the barriers of political parties and spread an open mindset to every American. I'm open to discussions with people from all walks of life, especially those who have been waiting for an opportunity to share their thoughts to others. If you have any topics you would like me to address or discuss, you may submit them by filling out the Google form at smllr.co forward slash c-r-e-s-c-e-n-t-s dash c-o-m-m-e-n-t. Preston's comment has no set upload schedule, but you can follow me at char underscore Hyperion on Twitter and Instagram for notifications when the next episode will be posted. Eyes up. I'll see you next time.